This is 4H4U2, a podcast from the Mississippi State University Extension Service promoting 4-H programs and positive youth development. Here now your host, Dr. John Long and Kobe Rutherford. Welcome to 4H4U2, the podcast about everything Mississippi 4-H and just 4-H in general. I'm your host, John Long. And I'm Kobe Rutherford. Kobe, how are we doing today? It's a great day here in Mississippi. It has. It's been a while since we've actually done a podcast, and I guess we're going to call this our end of the year uh, podcast. Season finale. Season finale, and the, uh, I'm trying to think, oh, and get ready for next year type Yeah, that's right. Episode. So, uh, since we said season finale, do you have a favorite season finale of any show or whatever that, that you ever did? You know, I like those season finales that end in a cliffhanger. Like, what right. happens next? And you just can't wait till the next season comes on. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you forget to set your DVR and miss right. it usually. But, right. uh, and somebody says, did you see that? The spoilers. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah totally missed it. Right. But, yeah, I like those. I like the, uh, like, series finales that end on a good note. Right. I, I hate not having closure on something. I hate not uh, knowing what happens next with the characters. Yeah. You know, I, I want to know what happens at the end. Yeah, and you try to, if they just try to kind of wing it and say, oh, this is the final episode, even for the series, and you feel, you know, lackluster, like you don't have that closure. And, of course, the folks that do try to do a, a, a series finale, they, a lot of times that they, they can't, you know, do it right, and it's disappointing, I guess you could say. Yeah, I totally agree there. The one series that just really left things bad to me was um, the new Dallas. When Dallas came out a few years ago on TNT, and they had the, the new cast, but they still had the you know the old group with Patrick Duffy and Larry Hagman and all those folks, and that series just ended. And I guess funding got cut or the program got cut, and uh, I just really thought that was terrible because we don't know what happened to all those characters. No, I, I, I tell you what, my since we got on a series finale, I would say that my favorite series finale uh, was MASH. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that very well. You know, it was just like this, it was a big weight off of the whole deal, and they wrapped it up perfect. It was just perfect. Well, speaking of wrapping things up, you yes. know, I think our office is kind of in that phase right now. It segue into what yeah, we're going to be talking about. Getting right into uh, the next spring's activities. Yeah, you know, I've caught myself all week trying to tie up uh, loose ends from the fair. And, you know, we just got off from a great annual conference. Yep, we sure and, did. I mean, if nothing else, that that's kind of sets the stage for our planning next year. Wasn't Coach Schaefer, he was, wasn't he just inspiring? I loved, I loved hearing him. It was just great. That was really good to me as well. Um, you know, I knew that he's such a leader on the, the court. Right. Uh, but, you know, when he gave, started giving his personal examples from yep. his, his home life and, you know, especially the things about coaching his own daughter right. and how Being he, a servant leader. Oh, yeah. That was <sighs> really good. Yep. Um, and, you know, what also inspired me, what it, when he talked about the young ladies, what he looks for in talent. Mm-hmm. You know, he looks for the people that uh, work hard, right. that are, are willing to improve, and that are coachable. And gosh, from a 4-H faculty standpoint, that hit me because, you know, if we're not teaching our 4-Hers to be coachable adults, you know, what are we doing? Right. I went to a parenting conference uh, this this past Sunday, and it was on, uh, you know, they asked who had uh, – like, you know, elementary age kids. And I raised my hand and said, 
course, everybody there was a lot of people there, and they said, you know, you're you're coaching teenagers right now. You may not wow. think of it, but you are. And uh, I thought that was impressive. So that I guess that goes right along with 4-H. You know, we start from the beginning, and we just you know keep developing that young person, and then all you know we hope that once they get through. Uh, that we have done some. We get on on the on the on the beginning, and hopefully they'll stick stick with it. But, but yeah, our annual conference was really good. Um, I enjoyed it, and uh, but I guess you know it's amazing because we look at the calendar and you think how we started way back in January and and you know with planning and mm-hmm. and all of a sudden we come along and now it's this this episode is actually being uh, uh, recorded in November. And we we're already starting to talk about next year, and 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 even on end of the year for next right. year. So yep. I know you you've been working on the calendar some too. So oh yeah, that's uh hopefully I'm ready to put that project to bed. <laughs> it seems like you start looking at the 2020 calendar and you start having all the events planned. You're like, this will be here tomorrow. Yeah, it seems like that's right. That's and exactly it, right. you know you get on into putting dates on the calendar and like, gosh, we just finished that activity. Yep. Just keep on living. But you know um. <laughs> I've now completed a whole year in the state 4-H office. Yeah, how do you, how does that feel? It, it feels like I, I, a I've accomplished year. something. A full yeah, year, a too. full year. Mm-hmm. Started October uh, one of wait no September one of last yeah, year. Like September. Yeah. So it's been a little bit over a year now, but I went mm-hmm. through every event the state 4-H office has something to do with, and uh, you know I, I learned a lot this year. Yeah, learned a lot about myself. Yeah. Uh, learned a lot about what these 4-H'ers need and gosh 4-H has changed a lot since I was a 4-H'er. Yeah it has. We've had some really good guests I think too uh, since we started. When did we start the podcast? That's a good question right there. Ooh trivia. Um, Well we've done 30 episodes. This is number 30. Yeah. Um, Wow. Probably this summer. Well I know it's it's in the spring. Spring yeah had to be. Because uh, we did some co-op episodes and Uh, you know, we've had a lot of specialists in here talking about their things. Really good guests. Yes. We've had some great guests. Moving forward for next year, I mean, I, I think you and I have talked about what our hopes are, but right. I'd like to get in more agents. Yeah, I think Talk that would be great. Talk about some folks in the county. Uh, talk to more youth. Right. I, I think our audience would like to hear more perspectives from the young 4 We're going to hold Tammy Parker to our agreement. She's going to come in, too, and talk about volunteerism. Yes. I think it'd be really good. I think um, that would be as well. To get a volunteer in would be great. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we had Courtney. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yep. yep. And she did a good job, yep. kind of. But she's kind of a different volunteer since she's got two <laughs> t- two different perspectives. She kind of wears two different hats, you know, you know as far w- as the clover is concerned, right? Right. So, so she has a, the staff hat and then the uh, volunteer hat as well. That's right. That's you right. know, of all the things we did this year, my favorite, I think, was uh, going through record books. You know, I'd never done. Of course, I've, I don't know if I said this. Or I'd never done that before. Really? Yeah, it was pretty pretty neat. I enjoyed that too. You know, to see what and that's something that I always did as a four H'er, but mm-hmm. I never really knew what the process was. Or right. you know, I, I don't even know that I ours left our, the county office. I'd always heard of a record book, but I didn't know what was in it. Just kind of had an idea. But they document for those of you who don't know, they document their project area for an entire year and document every single thing they do that is in relationship to their project. So, for instance, a, a child that has a, a livestock project, you know, might put that they purchased their livestock in May and that they fed them X amount of 
pounds of feed that was worth X amount of dollars throughout the month of May and then document that every single month until Dixie Nationals when they sell that animal. And uh, But then what I didn't realize is that 4-Hers are also doing that for things like gardening or mm. leadership, safety, safety mm-hmm. um, citizenship, you know, where they give back to their communities. And there's just some really good stories in those record books. So, Kobe, what's the power of the record book? What is that teachable moment that the record book provides? Well, I, I think, first of all, the, the record book is going to teach them um, some accountability. You know, I think when you start doing things, you know, learn by doing mm-hmm. is what uh, we try to preach in 4-H. But when they go back and they start building up on the record books, they can really see how far they've came. Right. Uh, what do you think? Well, you know, I always, I guess part of me thinks of it as from the standpoint of uh, – uh, like, I know it sounds kind of redundant, I guess, but record-keeping ability. You know, a lot of people don't have the, that skill of keeping up with day-to-day activities like that and, and mm-hmm. making a record of it, hence the name record book, I know. But yeah. still, that is a, that's an art within itself, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, Because totally. I know that, like, for instance, uh, with my child, you know, I gave her her, her record book, and it was kind of like, okay, well, you have to get on it. You know, mm-hmm. daddy's not going to do it for you. Right. You know, so it, you have to be, like you said, accountable. You have to be responsible enough to say, all right, well, this is something that's worthy of going into the record book, and I need to start logging this stuff in. So I think that's I think that's a real – and another thing, too, is, though, is the ability to be able to showcase or – I don't want to say sell yourself, but to, you know, really – to say, hey, this is who I am. This is yeah. what I'm doing. Self-promote. Self-promote. And that's, I mean, that's very important. You know, go put in a job resume together. And you've got to sell yourself to that employer, that potential employer. And I think that's a great preparation tool for them. Well, and I think about these youth that start their record books when they're, I'll just say, ninth grade. And I realize a lot of 4-H'ers start way before. But if you start by the time you're in ninth grade, and you can just document your high school activities. Yeah. And then you go to apply for a scholarship, and you can say, I've spent 280 hours doing community service or towards a certain project here, whether it's health, fitness, or whatever. I think scholarship committees would really think, wow, you know, how yeah. that, that's pretty mind blowing. That would set those applications apart from everybody else. Yeah, I was going to say it makes them stand out for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell you, and, and of course, they have. Uh, club record books too why don't you explain that one so uh, the, as well the club record books since we're on the top yeah, of the record so, books might as well and we just finished with those uh judging those and we call them banner club books Ban- i'm sorry banner this is also my first time to see the banner club books so. so they is basically a club secretary puts together their whole club's activities for the year so mm-hmm. the club is c- consisting of Several different children. I think some of them went up to 60 or 70 kids on the roll. Um, but basically they put together what the club did as a unit. And uh, when they met, they recorded their meetings and their minutes and uh, who attended. And then they talked about their community service and how uh, whatever they did was that was philanthropic. Um, they were really cool. You know, AT&T sponsors a really good um, – Legislative Appreciation Day for us, and we recognize those Bander Club winners at that uh, reception. Right, right. And uh, we were talking a, about that the other day. You're that's always neat. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, I guess since post-election, we'll 
get to meet all those new legislatures and uh, get to see who's down there representing us in Jacksonville. That's right. That's exactly that's, that's right. It's always exciting. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. See some new faces and. And we, I'm trying to think about working backwards. Of course, we had a lot of events during the summer. Of course, we had State Fair uh, not too long ago. And, and then all the events that we had during the summer that, you know, the I, always, and I, I've said this before, my, I think my favorite, well, other than 4-H safety, uh, my favorite thing is, is the road trip. I love going on the Project Achievement Day road trips. I think that's so much fun uh, to get out and see the younger kids which you know sometimes we kind of lose touch with that because we don't we don't get to interact with the young people all that much you know from from our standpoint anyway um but a lot of those activities are just wonderful because it goes back again to what we were saying about record books you get to showcase what you're doing and you get to actually see it you know whether it be a lego build or you know uh, insect collection and uh, that's a shameless plug for entomology because you need to get out there and do that <laughs> but uh just various things and it's so varied you know that's so that's the most wonderful thing i think about 4-h is the fact of being able to pick a project that you're passionate about or maybe you that you don't even know much about but want to learn more about that is what 4-h offers and that is the it's just amazing right and i think about all those gee whiz things that you can pick up on and you know for for example in 4-h we have a leaf collection and they can turn in uh, 4-h's can turn in leaf collections at state fair that's right and I mean, how many young people can go out and say, oh, that's an American chestnut based on those leaves? Right. Or that's a a white oak or water oak. Tell the difference. Our 4-H'ers that participate in those projects can do that. Oh, I guarantee they can. I guarantee. That's that's a lost art. Yes, it is. And, you know, they say that's one of the first things that you need to really learn about uh, habitat and as far as wildlife is concerned, you need to know the different trees because you know need to know what to eat. What type of fruit? <laughs> I read, I guess. Right, yeah. I read that the other day. So. Type of fruits and nuts. Yeah, and stuff. shameless plug for hunting because it's getting that time of year. So, man, I, I bet you can't wait. Oh, I can't. I'm about to. I'm about to die. It's just right there on the edge. I've seen you know? so many deer this year. Oh yeah. And they, as these days are getting cooler, they're out yeah. everywhere. I got a. Did I tell you I got a text from a deputy sheriff? <laughs> Out there by my house, he said, he, he said, Big Buck just across the road by your house. How funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I got tickled. I, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I, he's honest, so I believe it. Yeah, well, good deal. So maybe he'll slip, slip up. You never can tell. Yeah, maybe it'll be your little boy's first buck. Oh, I know, I know. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it would be. I'm taking my daughter. She started shooting, uh, so we're gonna t- I'm going to take her this weekend, so. Good, yeah. good, good. Yep, always good to get out and get those young people outside. Yeah, um, you know, you talked about the PAD road trip. That yep. was fun. Sorry, I got off on hunting. You know um, how I am on that. Yeah, it was that time of year. Yeah, and don't <laughs> um, start because with Thanksgiving coming around, I'll start talking about turkeys too. Oh so. Lord, yeah, I'll be gobbling yeah, here. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the cookout. See, most, I didn't get to go small. to that. Put it I on your calendar know. next year. I Just can't. go ahead and mark out the. Oh, it's national national shooting national sports. shooting sports. Mm-hmm. Well. I'll claim that into myself then, okay. but man. When is that? When When is it? That's probably the same time every year, right? Last week in July. Well. In July? Yeah, I think so. Well, I don't know where I was then. But yeah, it was that. Uh, Sorry. The week before, uh, is the week after co-op. 
the week after co-op. Yeah. Oh, I was getting ready for the invitational. Oh, that's right. The state invitational. So, um, yeah, so that was the most fun. We've got to figure out some locations for that this year, but I'm totally looking forward to that. I'm not mm. relinquishing those duties. I wouldn't either. I love I, Maybe we just need to swap. Yeah, or <laughs> just can tag, tag team. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. I'll take beef. You can have pork. There you go. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Or poultry. Yes. I cooked some pork last night. All of the above. It's fantastic. Oh, so wonderful. It, you know, Congress was fun, too. I, I, I always I always go back and think, well, that was fun. This was fun, mm-hmm. and but you know, Congress was exhausting. I love the energy of Congress. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the days were so long mm-hmm. for from a staff standpoint. And I know yeah. they were long for the kids as well <laughs> and the agents, but uh, you just felt so energized afterwards. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I mean, it's almost like you were on a high. Because you knew you had done good that week. That's right. That's exactly right. You had seen smiling faces. You had seen um, people achieve, you know, reach their goals, and mm-hmm. I don't and know. problem solving too. You, when you something comes up and you have to, you know, think. I mean, not think on the fly, but you, when you have to come up and say, "Okay, well, this this didn't work. We're going to make this work this way." You know, kind yeah. of. Thing. I like that aspect of it too. It's a team effort. It's not just one person doing exactly. Anything, so, and um. You know, I, I think back to Congress and, you know, the election snafu and getting on and, and saying, you know, we messed up. That's right. That's all we can say. We, right. we, had, we made a mistake on this. I tried to forget that. But I did too. But, you know, sometimes you remember those that's things. That's right. And that's part that's, of learning. That's how we get better, I guess. That's right. Absolutely. So if you've got any comments, no. <laughs> 1-800-COBE-RUTHERFORD. <laughs> oh, man. File man. them in the... The records. Yeah, there you go. In yeah. my record book. In your record book. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's what you need to do is, is make notes and then forget about them. Yeah. That's what normally I do. But anyway, every every time is a way that we can take an opportunity to learn. So like you said, it makes us better. So not going to be perfect. Never is. So Right. So what about next year? 2020. Ooh, what about The start of a year? new decade. Any Ever de- since you said goals? that. Ever since you said that, it's made a big impact on me. Oh, yeah. The other day when I said we have two months left in the decade. Decade. I just didn't think of it like that, you know. Ten years. I know. Good gracious. Well, you know, I was, I will finish my Ph.D. in the next decade. By golly. If it's it, going to happen. It's going to happen. Yes. And then I'll be three decades of school. Or school across three decades. I started school in uh, August of 1978. Really? And I finished my Ph.D. in the, let me get this right, it was the fall of 2006. So whatever that is. So you had the 70s, 80s, 90s, and then 2000. 2000s. So you had across four. I think I'll be across four because I, I started school in, in 90. So I had the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s. Yeah, it'll be four for so me, So now too. I know how much older you are than me. Yep. That's when I graduated from high school. It was 90? 90. <laughs> well. It was a good year. Yeah, 90 was a good year. <laughs> hey, Lord. Without a doubt. But, well, I'm sorry. I interrupted. You were talking about 2020. Let's go yep. back to 2020. 2020. The new decade. Going to finish the Ph.D. We're going to, um, you know, personally, we're going to get some cows in Mississippi. Yes. That's a, my personal goal. Mm. Um, professionally, I think my goal would probably be to uh, – you know, keep working to expand 4-H programs. Um, you know, I, 
always think about agriculture and trying to keep agriculture at the forefront of, of 4-H programs. And regardless if the child's involved in FCS or clothing construction or citizenship and leadership, you know, make sure that they know where their food and fiber comes from. Right. That's good. That's so good. I think that's my goal for the decade. Keep keep it up. You got to keep it up. What about you? Uh, let's see. Personal? Hmm. I don't know. I think that, you know, I, I love my family. I think I'm going to try to spend more time with them and doing less of maybe other things that I do current, you know, maybe cut down on some things and, and do more things with them, try to get out, maybe travel a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, see some, we've got some friends up north and I'd like to go see them. We haven't seen them in a, in a while. So probably do that and. I don't know. I, I just family's a big thing to me. I just I love being with my family. So whatever yeah. I can do to do do more with them, I guess. And and professionally, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of always wanting to think about new things that we can try and you know do. And and so I guess it's always on my mind. So I guess it, it's an evolving process. I guess it's the new things that we can try and and you know. If it fails, it fails. And if you don't, you know, hey, try something else. That's so right. I think that that's probably what I'll do is explore more areas like that. Well, good deal. Sounds like a plan. Here's yep. to 2020. Here, here, here. We don't have anything <laughs> to clink, but we'll, uh, yeah, that's great. And uh, so with that, uh, we need to thank, I'd say we, we need to thank a lot of people. First and foremost, I would like to say thank you to Art Shirley. Uh, in the Ag Communications Department, he has been just absolutely the greatest help we could have as far as getting us started. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's amazing. 30 episodes has just gone by so quickly, and uh, we couldn't have done it without him, right. for sure. And uh, for you know the whole Extension admin team, yes. the AgCom team. Just got know, behind us. For, and, providing us with this facility to oh, do wonderful. this, this room, yeah. this, this technology. Yeah, we're getting into the digital age here, so we need to do it like a Facebook Live where people can see us. Yeah, that, at that, the same time. New Year's resolution. Oh, put that down. Put that down in your notes. That's right. Uh, and speaking of notes, we need to thank. Uh, we didn't know this until the other day. Miss Cindy Callahan, she's oh, yeah. transcribing. That's uh, right. Our podcast, and she said it's quite entertaining. So I can't imagine we're making what that looks an like. effort. So thank you, Cindy. And for all our guests that we had on this year, it was really a lot of fun. And, mm-hmm. and thank you, Kobe, for, you know, like we said, when we found out that we had this opportunity, and it kind of like both clicked on us that this is something we wanted to do. So thank yeah. you, and uh, have a great rest of your year. Enjoy the holidays, and uh, we'll just start back whenever we get back. So. Yes, sir. All right. Well, with that, that's uh, <laughs> I'll get this off my tongue. This is 4H4U2, and we are signing off for 2019. See you in 2020. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us for 4H4U2. For more information, please visit extension.msstate.edu and be sure to subscribe to our podcast. 4H4U2 is produced by the Mississippi State University Extension Service, Office of Agricultural Communications.